right. Hello, everyone. It's Christoph Trapp with Interiors and Sources and Buildings Media. And today I'm joined by Razak Memon. He's a technology executive, frequent flyer, 300,000 miles potentially this year. Uh, I think, Razak, you spend, what, more time on a plane than at home, perhaps? Yes, sir. Home away from home. Yeah, that's correct. Home away from home. That's a good way to think about it. Of course, um, I'm probably going to be over a few uh, 100,000 miles again this year, uh, so quite way for, quite a ways from that. But we're actually here to talk about airport lounges because, you know, we're I don't want to say we're stuck in airports, but um, some of us actually schedule longer layovers to check out a new lounge. Don't do you do that, Razak? Oh my God, yes! I can tell you stuff. I can tell you stories. Uh, every time when I fly intercontinentally or internationally, I always make sure that I have time to check out some really, really nice airport lounges. And you can talk about, man, this is awesome. This is so great where you can, you know, do a lot of stuff. There are lounges around the world where you can even uh, have a, a kind of call a day suites and uh, without costing you anything. You can sleep, take a nap, have a beautiful shower and a gorgeous bathrooms, and then have a nice lunch and uh, get back to your plane. When I go to Europe, for example, I always like to, when I'm transitioning through London Heathrow, I always like to have a little longer layover to check out those lounges. Now, uh, we recently published an article on Interiors and Sources, Adrian Thompson, who is with us as well. She wrote that article. Uh, you talked to some experts, designers, right? People who I did. I talked to two women from Corgan, which is based in Texas. Um, they have been designing airport lounges for the past ten years, and just kind of converse with them on how they see airport lounge design transforming over the years. Um, two trends they really noticed: human airport lounges. Excuse me, airport lounges have become more human centric in their design over the years. So, really, people want to take care of the the passengers and the travelers when they reach those unexpected delays, longer layovers, things like that. So a um, couple of things they noticed to make the lounges more comfortable, they have noticed a really increase in local flair. So people like to incorporate things within the area to kind of make it a destination point within itself, um, which makes the lounge feel like it's its own arrival point within itself. And then as well as just updating amenities. So including better amenities, for those who have regular access and then more of a VIP access. So, Razak, I just wanted to ask you how, throughout all your years of travel, how you've seen lounges transform um, both internationally and here in the United States. So just to start off, what are a couple of your favorite lounges that you've been to and why did you like them? What really stood out to you? Well, that's a, that's a very good question. I can tell you historically, I lived in Pittsburgh 35 years and the Pittsburgh Airport has a very nice lounge, Admiral Club Lounge from you know American Airlines, and uh, so so that 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 that's how I started over there. But since then we have moved now into Tucson, Arizona here, so I have an opportunity to travel all over the world and do this is all because of my business. But let me tell you something: how things have evolved, competitions and everything. What has turned out to be the airport lounge is now considered as a business center. It's like a home. You can take showers, make sure you have a nice warm meal, 
and then you can do a lot of other stuff. They have uh, rooms. So I can only give you example of mine. Uh, so what happens is if you take a look how it has evolved, I can only talk about American Airlines and One World Airlines because I am who I am and that's what I do. Uh, I do not have any experience of any other airline lounges, but I can always tell you about American Airline lounges. So here's a great example, Dallas Airport. Dallas Airport used to have a very nice clubs, lounges, whatever, but they are now transforming into a thing called the flagship lounges. So the flagship lounge now is like a little bit step up where now you can have, you can go in there, have a nice meal, sit down meal, uh, choose from the menu instead of, uh, you know, the buffet style or whatever. And then you have opportunity if you are going overhaul, long haul, whatever, you can take a nice shower and everything else, get yourself ready. So that is the great things going on as far as I can tell. Los Angeles Airport is one of the greatest airports, as you know. They have just turned into their airport into a thing called flagship lounge and the flagship first class lounge. So as an Admiral member, as an Advantage member, as an executive platinum, however you want to call me, you have now access to those lounges where you can really go and enjoy yourself a nice meal, nice, you know, orders, whatever you like. And then you have an area where you can sit down and do your work with all the plugs and everything else. Now, if you are traveling overseas, now you can go to a thing called flagship first class lounge. Now you have to have, of course, the first class ticket, everything else. Now when you use that, that is just like a dining in a five-star hotel. Uh, you have a sit-down dinner, you can choose from the menu, have as many drinks you like. So that is within the United States, a little experience I have. When I travel overseas, my connection, 99.9% is through Hong Kong. Well, I can tell you what, being an American Airline Executive Platinum, which is equivalent to a One World Emerald, which is the highest award you can get as a One World Emerald, when you have that, I cannot tell you how wonderful it is to enjoy those awesome lounges at the Hong Kong airport. So Hong Kong airport, of course, it is by Cathay Pacific, and that's their main dominance over there. So when I travel through American Airlines and I'm connecting a flight to Asia, like a Manila or whenever, then I normally make sure that I have a four to five hours so I can enjoy those gorgeous, beautiful lounges. And my favorite in Hong Kong is called the Pier One, the Pier First Lounge. I cannot tell you how gorgeous it is. This is like, my God, I mean, you have access to everything. You have access to the dining room where you sit down and they will serve you anything you like and as much as you like. And then you have an area where you can go and get yourself a massage, foot massage and back massage or whatever. And then if you feel like it, you can reserve a bathroom, a shower room, and they will give you these shower rooms just like better than my own home. I mean, they are so beautiful and with the robes and everything else. And this is all part of the benefit. 
you are not paying any penny you have the nice meal as a matter of fact i just came back saturday this this past saturday and i i christoph probably knows he's my facebook friend and he can tell you show you probably while you are listening to me on my facebook page you can see what i did i got there like at 8 o'clock in the morning my flight didn't leave till 2 o'clock so i have like a 6 hours to kill and that was all by design because i wanted to enjoy relax and everything else and then you go there you check in as a on a first class lounge it's called the pier first class lounge at hong kong airport uh, and then i checked in and first thing i did i made sure i make a reservation for my foot massage no problem got to the breakfast room had a nice breakfast and christoph can probably show you pictures to be pictures too they are on my facebook and then after that i thought well you know i'm getting a little bit tired so i they gave me a thing called the day room so i go to the day room nice dark curtains and everything else maybe took a nap for maybe 2 hours got up went to a shower my god you should see their showers they are like bigger than my bedroom uh, and then i did that then i came back and sat down in the lounge now it's a lunch time right so i got served nice lunch I spent 2 hours there then i still have few hours so i got myself a little room with some emails facebooking all the stuff so as you can tell how important that is for any airline to have these kinds of facilities to make your customer feel so comfortable i mean that was really awesome now here in united states uh, we have called the flagship lounges and american airlines has really nice flagship lounges and i can only talk about american airline because that's the only airline i fly unfortunately or fortunately that's that's the way it is so so we are going through the same process here calling them a flagship lounges where a customer or a passenger like myself can go inside check in you can have your private room study room business room with all the outlets and everything else so as you can see how important it has become to create these lounges for their uh, elite passengers because i'm not going to sit in a in a hallway with there is no outlet and nothing and you know but you can check in into a lounges and of course you pay for it now let me tell you other things what what you have to do so american airlines has a program called admirals club so you can get it through american airlines or if you subscribe to a high heavy duty mastercard or visa card or american express card you can join and have access to those lounges it is really important for me because i travel a lot and i i i just cannot tell you how important it is to find a airport with a lounge so i can take a break have a nice cup of coffee or whatever a soup hot soup or whatever so that is really important to me as a passenger who's always on the road and now of course when i travel with my family we do the same thing we make sure that we go to a lounge and have a little break enjoy 
little orders or maybe guacamole uh, dip or whatever with chips and all kind of stuff. So it is really important, believe me or not. Uh, and, and, and of course, like the, the one thing that comes to my mind is the design is really important, right? Oh, of my course. God, yes. Yes, I, I, I cannot tell you. Now, i give you a good example. Uh, if you go to Dallas Airport, the old lounges they used to be, oh, you walk in just like a big hallway, have a reception desk, but now it is becoming really important how design is important, where they sit, where they lounge, where they work desks, and an entry point. As soon as you enter, you have this gorgeous view. Uh, as you can see, they, they just finished the uh, Dallas Lounge. Uh, it's, it's called the First Class Lounge at the Dallas Airport. Uh, you can see as soon as you walk in. And the same thing goes to Los Angeles Airport. Los Angeles Airport, Terminal 4, Gate 43, or Gate 44, whatever it is. You can see the new lounge. As soon as you walk in, you say, oh my God, look at this. Big entryways, the chandeliers, and then you go inside and you can see this decor where you have a one room with all the buffet, the one room with the sitting dining. So I, I, I totally agree how important the design is uh, to the customers uh, rather than sitting like in a big hall with anybody else. So I, I, do, I do agree uh, that they are really transforming into something really cool. It's like you walk into a five-star hotel. Uh, there, there are lounges and everything else. So yes, it is important. I want to make sure that I have a place where I can sit with the, all the electricals and everything else uh, because, you know, we need to charge our cell phone. We need to charge our laptops and everything else. So the design, I believe it's most important. How you feel while you are in the club. You know, one thing that one of my favorite actually is uh, Cathay Pacific at London Heathrow. The way it's designed, you have these nice chairs and you you look out onto, you know, you can watch all these airplanes um, drive by and you're just sitting there. It's really, I mean, it's beautifully designed. It, it looks like you're almost in your own little area, even though there's people sitting next to you. But since you're looking out, it feels like it's it's private. My funnest story, you know, so I'm, we're based, Adrian and I are in the Midwest, um, you know, four hours west of Chicago. So going to the West Coast, it's relatively easy to head out there for some meetings or, you know, I have a conference in, L in LA coming up here. So I'm flying out in the morning. Uh, I'm going to speak. I'm going to go do a couple other things in LA that day. And then I'm taking the red eye home. And I actually did that uh, in San Francisco at, at um, the Salesforce conference. And I, somebody says, oh, that is so hard to do. You know, like you're up for 20 or 32 hours or whatever it is. And I said, oh, it wasn't hard at all. I went to my meetings all day and then I went to the airport. I took a shower and they said, what? You took a shower at the airport? And I'm like, yep, in the lounge. And I don't, I don't think the San Francisco airport has day rooms where you can actually um, lay down and sleep. But like Madrid, they have rooms with like beds in them. You just close the door and you basically lay down and, and, and go to sleep. Um, you know, you mentioned this a little bit. Um, the cost. So yes, you can buy memberships, but really, if you fly a lot, um, you know it's it's basically free internationally for for a lot of um, people with a credit card. You can get it relatively. Uh, you can get it free basically. The last couple of years, I've used miles for my memberships, uh, and even if you pay 
for even if you pay for it and you travel and you have a drink and some uh, some snacks every time uh, you run through that amount in no time. Plus, you don't eat a meal, right? Like you. Uh, a little bit of localness to where, you know, you go to that airport. OK, I know I'm in Texas or you go to that airport. I know I'm in Madrid, you know, from I'm sure they cater food wise. But design wise, do you see artwork that reflects Texas or, for example, in Florida, Miami International Airport, they have aquariums all over to reflect the various ocean life that they have around. So what kind of examples have you seen throughout your travels? Well, you know, if you if you I, I can I can even have Christoph log into my Facebook, he can show you some pictures as of yes, as of last week, by the way. So the gorgeous designs I have seen really, really is at the Hong Kong airport, my favorite. Uh, you, should, you should see some pictures. I'll be happy to, to share with you. And maybe while you are talking to me and the staff can probably uh, show, show you on my Facebook from last week. But the design, my God, you should see as soon as you walk in, you see this gorgeous big wood table. And then it has the chandeliers on the top. I mean, it's just breathtaking. It's just a lounge. But the way it is designed, the way it is, you know, decorated, it's really, really important. Uh, I mean, we do the same thing here in the United States. The only thing I can speak of at the Los Angeles airport. Uh, that, that's one of my favorite lounge where you walk in and you see this big arch uh, I don't, Christopher. I I don't know you. have been at the Los Angeles uh, uh, flagship lounge or not, but uh, it's really, as soon as you walk in, and if you go to the flagship lounge area, and you can see this big arch with the chandeliers and everything else, and the sofas and all those couches, and then that's your first impression. As soon as you walk and say, "My God, what is this?" and then you go and inside and then you can dine and dining area is also nice with the, the decor, the way it's laid out. I think it's important, like you said, uh, the way it feels as soon as you walk in, then once you are inside, how you feel, where you want to sit down, the areas, the layout, uh, all those business centers and those desks, you know, where you can sit down and plug in your charger, whatever. So yes, it is important. And I, I, the other lounge which I was really impressed at the London Heathrow Airport. We were there in July, uh, and they, they're the same thing too. But that was British Airways lounge. It was not the Cathay, Cathay Pacific lounge. I heard it's really good, but but the British Airways has the same thing too. The other one I enjoyed was at the Oslo Airport in Norway. Uh, that was it's, it's the Lounge, which is shared by all the One World members for the British Airways, American Airlines, and all those, Cathay Pacific and Iberia, Latam, and everything else. That was one of the things we noticed that, but it was not really, oh my God, you know. No, it was not. It was okay. It was nice. They have a nice uh, uh, area for the business customers with the business class tickets. But it was not. It was oh, like not not bad. But I wouldn't call this as a oh my god kind of thing, you know. Uh, so so if you if you ask me, 
Razak, if you have a choice, which one you rate first, which one you rate second? Well, you know, I would say if I have to rate number one, that would be the Hong Kong launch. And I really encourage everybody to take a look at that. It's called the, the Pier First Lounge. Uh, they have like six lounges. The big airport, world's largest airport, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but uh, they have six lounges and you can go anywhere you like as a One World Emerald member. But my, my favorite is really, it's called the first, the, the, the Pier First Lounge. And, and in, in Hong Kong. In Hong Kong, yes. In Hong, at, at the Hong Kong. Adrian and I, we have put that on our list. We're going to go check that out to, to report on for this um, for this podcast. We'll see if it gets approved. Razak. Oh, um, good. I, I really encourage you guys to take a look. And Christoph, you, have, you, you can go on my Facebook and you can show the pictures to Adrian, okay? You bet. You know, I see it too. I mean, the uh, you don't think how much the different environment actually makes a difference, right? So I have friends who say, oh, we have to drive to some further away airport because we don't like to have a layover of any kind. And I say, well, why not? And they say, well, we don't want to wait at the gate. And, you know, the whole point of going to the lounge is to not have to wait at the gate. I'll tell you a quick funny story, though, since I'm really cutting it short, usually at leaving the lounge, I catch myself not even looking at confirming the city and I'm just getting in line. So I really need to do a better job doing that so I don't end up in the wrong city. I don't know if they would ever let me on by mistake, but don't have to play the game, the, the play have that risk. But anyway, I see it with my family, you know, like there when I would talk about, oh, this this airport lounge is really nice and I like this one and this one and, you know, I don't really, I, I was just working for six hours and, pe and so then I took them and they would say, well, um, now we see what you're talking about, you know, once they're seeing it, once they're experiencing it, um, they see the difference. And I even had a friend the other day, um, she was flying from here to Germany and there's a when you fly the direct or the one hopper um, there's a really long layover in Atlanta and she says I was just working in the Delta lounge for like six hours and I totally can see what you are uh, what you're talking about yes sir yep yep and then Razak I know too you said check out those uh, pictures on Facebook I think it's safe to say that aviation lounge designers have kind of tried to make these lounges sell themselves through people such as yourself you know the passengers and the travelers they really are trying to make these spaces pop in ways that, for example, you, you love the Hong Kong launch. You want to, you want to share it on Facebook. And I think that's a great selling point for the um, airlines as well. Yep. I totally agree with that as well. So great. Well, that's almost a half an hour, us talking about airport lounges. Um, awesome. And, you know, thanks for, thanks for coming on. Thanks for Adrian for her stellar reporting as usual. Um, and um, enjoy if, your next flight. <laughs> and to stay at the lounge. Adrian, thank you, thank you so much. It was so inspiring to hear you about your work. Thanks everybody.